He looked round at her, when she made no answer, and asked what the matter was. Her voice was faint and frightened. "'Who are you?' she whispered, and the whisper broke into a stammer. "'What are you?' His expression changed, and his face, with the water drops on it, grew hard as a rock shining under sea. "'It's only a few minutes,' he said, "'since you appeared to know me quite well. You addressed me as Roger Fairfield, didn't you? But a name's not everything.' It doesn't tell you enough. What more do you want to know? Her voice was so strained and thin that her words were like the shadow of words, or words shivering in the cold. To jump like that into the sea. It wasn't human. The coldness of his face wrinkled to a frown. That's a curious remark to make. You would have killed yourself if— if. He took a seaward step again, looked down at the calm green depths below, and said, You're exaggerating, aren't you? It's not much more than fifty feet, sixty, perhaps, and the water's deep. Here, come back. Why are you running away? Let me go, she cried. I don't want to stay here. I'm frightened. That's unfortunate. I hadn't expected this to happen. Please let me go. I don't think I shall. Not until you've told me what you're frightened of. Why, she stammered, why do you wear fur trousers? He laughed, and, still laughing, caught her round the waist and pulled her towards the edge of the rock. Don't be alarmed, he said. I'm not going to throw you over, but if you insist on a conversation about trousers, I think we should sit down again. Look at the smoothness of the water and its color and the light in the depths of it. Have you ever seen anything lovelier? Look at the sky. That's calm enough, isn't it? Look at that fulmar sailing past. He's not worrying, so why should you?'